say no. Go ahead. Everybody, Go ahead. <laughs> you. Uh, let me count you down. I'll count you. Down. Let me count you down. Are you ready? Whoa. Whoa. Right. Back, if if you go, if you're gonna do that, then I'll do it. No need. You no, no. Count me down. <laughs> <laughs> count me down. Count me down. I got right. it. I got it. I got oh, it. I just like. I don't like the way <laughs> I started. I got it. All right. I three. I'm actually kind of nervous. Three, two, one. Go ahead, nigga. And welcome to a brand new pipe and hot episode of Between You and Me. I got some I got some guests for y'all today. You do? Um mm, our first guest. He's a blast from the past. A man that loves to laugh. Elijah Brown. Give him a round of applause, everybody. I could just insert it. I, whatever, it's fine. Hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> Our next guest on Between You and Other People is Michael, somewhat lover of musicals. There's rumors, <laughs> but, you know, maybe not as much. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Michael, speak to the people. I, I, what you want to hear? Talk your shit. They just want to hear your melodic tones. Oh, yo, well, tell them, they tell came to the tones. wrong person. <laughs> came to the wrong person for melodic tones. It just sounds like Michael B. Class. Let me finish. I was just trying to make an observation, sir. I was just trying to say Michael sounds like he sing talks. Yeah, that's true. I do. It's like, yo, I feel like Michael could fucking fuck a song up, low key. <laughs> I don't know oh, about yeah. that. I'm kind of. He probably got up. the. He probably got the uh, with the fingers. I know you got that shit down. That's true. I do do that. <laughs> <laughs> I am physically expressive when I sing, but I am tone deaf, so we we can't can't expect much. I could do a good lip sync. I'll put on a performance. Literally <laughs> 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 hold down the lip syncs. Who else we got, Paul? Who else we got? And last, last, but certainly. At least Mark, who likes Certainly to mark. not lick. Speaks I was going to say, I better not be weak. <laughs> <laughs> well, equals here. Last, but certainly least. Ouch, 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 ouch. That shit would have hurt my feelings, though, okay? Yeah, I, I'm probably going to cry about this later. <laughs> what are you going to do, cry? Yes. Yes, exactly Somebody called the Wambulance. <laughs> <laughs> you want some French quies? And a wham burger. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what are we talking about today, man? And what I'm your host, Paul Robinson. Oh, well then, then Paul, you can lead us uh, on I'm our just, discussion. I'm on the same level as the rest of you guys. Yes. Yeah, yeah Paul, what are we talking about? Yeah, what are we talking about? I've been waiting for. So we're here to talk about season three of Haikyuu to the top. Alright, let's do it. Psych guys, all right. Anyway, We're talking about Lil Dicky and his rap show called Dave, which, all right, for those who want synopsis about Dave, which I might not be the most qualified, you are certainly not Dave. the hey, most qualified Paul, just maybe, about this because maybe, maybe I watched a select few episodes. How many? Out of how many? Say three. Out of how many? I just told you. Out of, I, just out of, told I said, you. out of how many? <laughs> out of a possible X amount of oh, shows. Out of how many? Yes. Uh, uh-huh. Let me pull up Hulu. Ten. So to answer, to you answer my question, episodes. ten. 30%. Miss ten. <laughs> you fail. Okay. I watched 30%. I failed. Okay. 
but I have some wonderful gentlemen next to me that could definitely cover the slack. Let them have it. <laughs> anyway, I, I guess I can give the I can give the synopsis yes, about the show. Please. Okay, so Dave centers around little Dicky, his character, and basically, as a, at the beginning of the show, he's like a slightly known rapper, um, and throughout the show, he like kind of starts to become more and more popular, and he and it kind of chronicles his his triumphs and like problems with becoming more famous. Like you see how becoming a bigger rapper affects his personal life, um, his obviously his professional life, his friendships with other people. Um, and his love life. You get to see all of that. Um, and you kind of get to see how he personally changes um, as it, as the show continues. Um, and how like his how his passions have kind of shaped him moving forward. So the show itself is weird because it starts out kind of like a comedy. And it, I mean, it, it's definitely a comedy. It starts out pretty funny as a comedy, but then as it goes on, it gets a little bit more like serious and heavy hitting as the episodes continue. Not that some of us have seen those episodes, but if you had seen them, they are, they get kind of, they get kind of real after a while. Facts, 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 facts. It's, like, it's crazy, bro. Crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you personally know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a little bit dark in here. It's like um, a little shady. It's getting a little, it's overcast. It's a little shady out here, but it's all right. It's all right. It's well earned. It's well earned shade. I knew I was getting myself into Everyone's favorite villain. Episode, so it's okay. Boston is caught in sick. Everyone's favorite villain. You love to hate him, and you hate loving him. But here he is, you know? Um, so, as you guys, so I'll pose a question to you, gentlemen. Um, as you're watching this show, did you did you feel like it was meant to mirror just like Lil Dicky's career, just as his own career, and just like his come up did you feel like it was separated as far as be a chronological following of Lil Dicky the actual rapper um I felt it was like semi autobiographical like it definitely touched on some of the themes I assume you know come from his life about wanting to be taken seriously as a rapper and not just like oh you're that guy that makes those funny songs with hmm. that funny voice you know yeah um and kind of about like, you know, who he knows in the industry. Um, Cause you kind of see a bunch of like heavy hitters in the, in the game, in the, in the show, as well as, mm -hmm. you know, the, the price of that, you get to see a lot of, you know, what is the price of me becoming successful? How does it affect my relationships with my friends? You know, he has a girlfriend and that kind of goes south because of his success and, you know his his best friend uh wants to manage him so that kind of like you have to put your faith in your friend and make sure that you know he has your best interest in mind you know there's a lot of things that i assume actually happened to this man in his life that was touched on in the show but i assume like a lot of the funnier parts of the show were you know made up just to be entertaining mm -hmm. yeah I definitely get the impression that it's one of those things where like the character, like the, like kind of Michael was saying, the character, the the, um, the feelings themselves that he like kind of expresses throughout the show are very real. Um, the specific, the specifics are likely made up. Like those, those pieces between like, that kind of like 
you know, on an episode to episode basis that like um, that series of events are most likely made up. But the sentiment there and like the deeper part that like about the characters and stuff like that, I think all of that's very real. Yeah. And I, I wrote down a note. I said, um, I love y'all niggas, but you will never catch me taking a bath with you motherfuckers. Like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Um, the show, because I'm I'm not going to hold you. I have one episode left to, to it, but I did watch 90% as opposed to 30. Um, it's like, nah, <laughs> <Petty>. fuck <laughs> But nah, um, the show, from, from what I've watched so far, um, it's like you feel bad for him in certain regards, but then in other aspects, like, damn, homie, you set yourself up on that one. Like, I get... Almost feel bad that he was known as the as the somebody suck me guy. He got famous for mm-hmm. something that he didn't want to get famous for, and then yeah. he wanted to be a rapper. So then you got to figure out, okay, how do I go from this branch of the somebody suck me to being known as little Dicky the rapper? And also, how do I how do I capitalize off of the success from somebody suck me? It was just like you feel you feel bad for him, and then he doesn't know how to handle the success at first either, and um, you don't know how to handle the situation it, until you're in it. It's funny because it kind of reminds me of uh, um, for for anyone who had already listened to our conversation with Casey, um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of that in the sense that he put out art um, that he had it a way that he intended on it being like you know, people feeling about it, you know? Mm-hmm. You kind of, like, a lot of times you put out a piece of yourself, you put out an art, and you're, like, his, like, name even being Little Dicky, like, it's seen as a joke, but, like, it's kind of serious to him. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely interesting seeing him mm-hmm. grapple with the way that he wants to be perceived by everyone. Um, it's completely different a lot of times from the way that he is. Like, a lot of people just, like, hear his name. They're like, you're a joke rapper. Like, ha, ha, ha. Like, this is going to be funny. And he takes himself very seriously at points. It's just funny to see people put art out in a way and have an intention and then to see the world kind of just take that and say, fuck what you thought. We're going to just see it the way we're going to see it. Facts. And as an artist, you got to make yourself uh, vulnerable, too. And at first, he wasn't willing to be vulnerable. He was even afraid to rap in front of his girlfriend, I think, what, episode one or two? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you got to realize that, like, all right, well, in order for me to grow, I got to make myself vulnerable and be open to the criticism, um, which kind of set him up for failure in his own way. But isn't it kind of crazy how sometimes just stars online for you? Like um, when he met Gata and Momo. Momo is his avatar, nigga? Sorry. but it's crazy how stars just align for you and you don't even realize how stars align like when he met Gata at YG's um, uh, studio recording and then in episode 6 or 7 it kind of set it shows you how they actually met which is like wow really small world I think um, two of my favorite episodes of the series though actually didn't really have a whole lot to do with music at all um it was the episode where one Gator talks about him being bipolar, mm-hmm. um, which just struck a chord with me because I am bipolar as well. Um, and then also the episode where uh, Dave and his girlfriend uh, kind of butt heads sexually, where he's kind of afraid to tell her what, you know, condition he was born with. 
Um, but it, it led to like a, just a deeper discussion about explaining what you want from your partner in a intimate way, if that makes sense. That's a really hard conversation to have yeah. sometimes. And I think that they did it well. And they were both like, you know, kind of brutal at times, but they were both really honest. I don't know. They were just really, you know, well-crafted episodes, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And <clears throat> also, yeah, I wrote down in my notes, like, the, the part where Gator, I'm um, saying that he's bipolar, that shit almost got me emotional, because it's like, um, there's certain things about yourself that you, there's certain skeletons that you would rather keep in your closet. Um, but the fact that, because there's always something that you just don't, you're not comfortable telling everybody, but when he started breaking down crying and saying how much he loved them, and that like he's been dealing with this shit for a while. That's like, that's real shit. Cause that means like, at, at first I was like, Gator, are you, what, what's, what's your MO, man? Hmm. What I, I wasn't, I wasn't sure about him on the, in the first couple episodes, but then you kind of start to see like, um, Gator accept little Dickie and his friends for who they are and vice versa. And then you mm-hmm. just kind of see like a whole, just like a whole friendship blossom, which is beautiful to see hey. by itself. Yeah, it's it's really that. I mean, that is really cool to see, especially since like at least for me, when I first watched the show, I kind of felt the same way. Where I was like, I feel like Gator's just like kind of like one of those like joke side character things, and like he doesn't really fit in with the rest of the group, but he's just gonna be there for laughs or whatever. And like the show really took its time to be like, no, this is this guy's more than just like you know he was little Dicky's hype man, and he's more than just a hype man. He's more complicated than that. There's. And then, like, once they explain exactly the condition and everything um, with him, it kind of makes everything that he's done retroactively make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're like, oh, okay, now I can see how he act, why he acts this way because this is the condition that he's living with. This is what he's, this is what he's dealing with. His actions make more sense. You know, I thought it was re- really interesting, and I think this kind of goes along. Oddly enough, with our la- our conversations that we've been having with Hamilton about like what that play was about, is that in both situations, the main character, the protagonist, um, they're they're very motivated, and they have different reasons for being motivated and for being as passionate as they are. But I think both kind of show both like different types of media between Hamilton and also Dave show you just the bad side of being such a passionate like devoted person to your craft like in Hamilton for instance he was always so consumed with like his whole I got I have to be important I need to make sure I'm part of this government I need to make sure I'm part of this I want something to live on after I'm dead that he completely neglected his family and Dave much the same way is so focused on trying to be the best that he could possibly be at this one thing that he completely like lets a lot of his relationships fall apart um You know, it kind of just shows you that sometimes being great and being famous and all that stuff, it requires some amount of like delusion and for you to kind of lose yourself sometimes. And and whether or not you're okay with that is a big question. Right, and in episode nine, he got um, hella defensive when wifey was like calling him out on it. And then he was just being really bullheaded in that conversation. And then once you get angry, Something comes out inevitably that you didn't mean to say, and then when when he said that she has no ambition, I was like, I let out, a, I let out a oof. <laughs> I felt, yeah. I, I felt that one. And then like, um, it was almost like when she was giving her her sister's um speech, like to speak for his sister, 
it was a hundred percent her talking to him. Um, yeah. And 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 I think it's important that okay, at first he was bullheaded, but the fact that he was able to kind of look in the mirror and say, "Damn, you fucked up, kid." I think that's important. At the same time, like I it, I will admit that that episode is hard to watch from like a wow, you're really kind of being a dick to her. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's hard to watch. But at the same time, part of me watches it and says to myself, like, if he really, if being this, like, superstar, like, sensation thing is that important to him, then he's not wrong in the way that he's acting. Like, if that's his, if those are his priorities, then I wouldn't say that he's doing anything wrong. I might personally, as a person, disagree completely with what he's doing, but, you know, like if he's trying to get where he's trying to go and fuck everybody else, you know, then your actions make sense. Yeah, which just sucks because they've been, they were together for a while and it's like, all right, cool. You get like half a second of fame and then you just throw her by the wayside kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. then again, like you said, if that's what you want, then do what you do. The, the question was basically posed to him, which is more important, your career right now or your relationship with her? Yeah. And he chose your, his career. And while I might not agree with that decision, given that he's made that decision, his actions make sense. Yeah. He he um, had his cake and he wanted to eat that shit too. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, shit, shit, nigga. If it, was, uh, if it was cake with some of that um, whipped cream topping, nigga, shit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I would okay. want to eat that. <laughs> I would fuck that shit up. How do you think? How do you think you would handle that kind of situation? Like, if the if you were in his shoes, what would you have done differently than Little Dicky? Because there were some things that he did not handle right at all. But it's easy to see it from our point of view. Um, I think that. Uh, he lacked a certain amount of empathy at mm-hmm. times because it, it would what he described as not having ambition like towards his girlfriend could come across as sacrifice like she allowed he she allowed herself to kind of be treated like crap because she cared about him mm-hmm. or hearing like the way you know, he referred to himself as, you know, like single or like, you know, what he, he was kind of, you know, sexually explicit, like, you know, in an interview or talking with his friends or that, you know, what was it, that Instagram video that was put up or something like that? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the drive. Yep. Yeah. So it's just like, it's not like a lack of ambition. She's just, she includes him in her life and it doesn't seem like he's willing to do the same like yeah. to make the same sacrifices that she is and like that's cool and all but like you kind of wish that he would have came to that realization sooner so that she could have done something else with her time yeah that's fast yeah yeah like um for instance that one episode where he gets invited to justin bieber's party comes to mind where he doesn't even think to invite her yeah and it's like it's like this person gives so much of themselves for you so that you can live in this world where you feel as though like you're you're the only one that really matters you know it kind of comes off as like you know a little childish to me where it's like you're completely unaware of everyone else you're just focused so much on your thing and what you want that you've like lost sight of everyone else 
Yeah, but I think something, I think that kind of even stems back to his childhood, the fact that he doesn't, he realizes shit hella late, like when his childhood, well, his childhood <laughs> friends were pretty much just using him for entertainment, like their own entertainment. They were never really his friend. And it, t- it takes other people to point something out, like one of his flaws, in order for him to actually see it. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it kind of sucks, but I mean, some people just, they don't have that ability to be like, damn, this, I'm being used, or damn, I'm hurting this person's feelings. Yeah, yeah self-awareness yeah. can be hard to come by. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I like, I'm not overly critical of that, because I'm like, that's a really real thing, where you just don't realize, yeah. like, something about yourself that might be, like, not necessarily problematic to someone else, but it was clearly, like, detrimental to himself, and he didn't realize that he thought he was, like, a king. That's facts. Now, question. Yes. Statement slash question. Statement. Hmm. Little little Dickie's parents were the shit. Question. Is it feces or feces? It's definitely feces. (laughs) (laughs) Without question. Was that up for debate that's what little dickie's dad was supposed to be the hot debate (laughs) little dickie's dad kept saying feces and his mom's like no honey it's feces he's like that's what i said feces (laughs) that's not what you said stop (laughs) it's hilarious but um yeah overall though like the show was the show was lit um it took it's like a fucking roller coaster ride for overall i was going to bring up the other two characters that we haven't really talked about Mm. um and quite frankly it's been like uh, probably two months since we've watched it so i don't remember either of their names but it's the music producer and um what's her name what's his friend the one that was the artist uh yeah the the artist and and the music producer or the the guy who makes the 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 beats emma emma And, and l's and then else, okay, yeah, that does that sounds familiar. I I liked their episode, and I liked that it came towards the end of the season. How they mm-hmm. kind of like slid under the radar, but then at the end, they're just like, oh, these two kind of dig each other, but like it still didn't work out. I just thought it was like, even if it wasn't like a heavy story-driven episode or something like that, it just was nice to see like a page from their books, like. This isn't mm-hmm. something that I want every episode, but I'm glad that they took one episode out of ten to Give them some see time. what they're doing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think the show, when it does leave Little Dicky, I think it, the show is still pretty good. Like even when it's talking about the other characters, and I, I, I do enjoy that. And the, I guess the last thing I just really wanted to say is that I kind of commend Little Dicky for being so open and honest in his show. Yeah. To be honest, he got on my fucking nerves. Like he. <laughs> Like, the guy was very annoying, and I think it would be very easy to make a show like this and to make yourself seem, like, you know, kind of infallible, like, everybody else mm-hmm. around you was the problem and I wasn't the problem, yeah. but no, nah, he was very open about, like, you know, the sacrifices he's made to be successful and how they don't always look good on him, like, you know, he, right. he's done a lot of stuff that's hurt a lot of people, you know, they just tend to be, to get to where he is. Yeah. I, I think that my favorite part is that he doesn't like overdo his level of fame. Like it seems pretty comparable to what it is now. Like they didn't make him seem like he's the biggest star in the world in the show because he yeah. certainly isn't in real life. No. Yeah, 
he's just he's just there. I mean, nope. the the one thing I do he respect about <laughs> the thing I do respect about him though is that like when a time comes, he's not afraid to seize the moment. Like when he was when he finally got into the studio with YG, and he's like, "Yo, rap," and why and little dick, he's like, ah, "I don't know." They start dissing. He's like, "All right, fuck! I'll give you these fucking bars, nigga. You think I'm afraid?" Then you see, but it's like it almost felt like every time he took a step forward, he took two steps back because, like, I don't think did YG ever come back to give him studio time. Like he said, "All right, well, we're going to go to blah 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 for six weeks," and then that was it for like nine episodes. So like, did YG just beat him for ten thousand dollars? Like, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I, I, I was I'm genuinely concerned oh for his God. 10k and then <laughs> and then he also oh like also fuck Macklemore can we agree on that yeah <laughs> I there, guess so okay. but now, like not even for his part in the show just like fuck just, Macklemore just fuck Macklemore now, so in the show Paul um, <laughs> little Dicky gets offered to do a show for a eight-year-old's memorial 10-year-old a little kid's memorial um and, yeah. little, and they're like hey his parents are like yo can you make it funny so little dicky spends all this time trying to figure out how to make a 10-year-old's memorial rap funny and then like when it's showtime macklemore just comes out of nowhere and is like i'm here and then just takes the microphone from little dicky and then starts ripping the show so I was like, well, I mean, I guess it's, and under those circumstances, you probably don't want to do that. But it's like, fuck you, Macklemore. And everything you stand for. Yeah, it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you definitely pulled him aside, Libby. And really, yeah. what you do? Why'd you? Yeah. Oh, and, and just, well, I would also oh, say, just, if you like the show or it sounds interesting, check it out on Hulu. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Let us, let us know what you think. Because there's right. so much more to discuss. Clearly, I couldn't remember half the characters' names. And I love the show, so. Facts, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it was. It's definitely a good watch. I would have been able to say more had I have not chosen to play Rummy instead of watching the last episode of nah, the. I, the last episode <laughs> wasn't like. I mean, it was important, but I don't think like it would have impacted your ability to talk about the show in any capacity. Okay, but very well. very well. <laughs> Either or, though, um, a very solid show. Um, and even if you want to give it like three episodes, like oh, this. Yeah, I thought it was like episode three or four. Yeah, I think I forgot. That's bad. I feel like by then you know whether. Wait, what was that fixation he had with Drake? Because whenever he would like fuck the sex doll, he looks at Drake's poster after he comes. (laughs) It's a very layered TV series. I like it. Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well. Um, I think I think it's time to give it some wings. I gotta think of my wing rating. Um, I would give it I would give it four drums, um, and a broken flat. Four drums and a broken flat. Yeah, broken flat. I probably would oh, that. Okay. But, um, I guess I guess four drums actually. Okay. Yeah, the know. superior wing, yes. I got four drums, two flats, all hot and honey. Oh, hot and honey. Oh, wait, I mm. just realized I said the wrong thing. I meant to say four flats. My mm-hmm. bad. I forgot that I'm the opposite. Yeah, I was. <laughs> oh, we are converting you, Mark. 
No, we're um, not. Uh, <laughs> uh, Paul, in the three episodes that you watch, what would you rate? <laughs> he doesn't get a chance. Yeah, I don't. I get no say. I get no say. All right, you got. No. You got. You got. You got to pre-order some wings, then, bro. I'm a pre-order of three three drums. I liked it. It was cute. I liked it. Was it was cute. <laughs> this nigga. Um, this motherfucker really called the show cute. All right. Well, I guess that does it for. It's good. It's good. It's cool. I liked what I saw. Would you consider watching the rest Talk of it? it? <laughs> or is that a no go? Yes. Okay. I'll take that. Um, it is definitely going to get seen over Hamilton. I'll definitely right. see it over Hamilton. Right. You could watch. Uh, you could watch Dave four times before you finish Hamilton once. Probably. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> enough. Um. Any final thoughts, y'all, or should I just get right into this outro? Uh, watch Dave. Maybe watch Hamilton. <laughs> wow. Wow. I haven't seen all of you there. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Well, that does it for. Why do you make fun of me? Hey, you set yourself up, Paul. You know it, it's, it's like. <laughs> just set myself up. But it's all gravy. I'm not even gonna pretend. I set myself up. I know I did. It's all oh. gravy. Um. So, all right, yeah. go ahead. Sorry, yeah, I let's, let's do the outro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Between You and Me. Your support is so appreciated. Um, you can follow us on uh, Facebook at our Facebook fan page that Between You and Me. Um, you can also follow us on where we at Instagram, Instagram at between you and me official Twitter at between you and me to like the poo. Um, mm-hmm. and listen to us on any streaming, uh, any, anything you can get your podcast fix on. You got the iTunes, you got the Spotify, you have a certain amount of episodes on SoundCloud. Uh, you got Podbean for crying out loud. Um, me either. And how do you cry out loud? Sorry. Anyway, that's it. That does okay. it. <laughs> Did I forget anything? No, it's no. You're good. All right. Well, um, until next time, thank you for the support. It's so appreciated. Um, um, and we'll see you on Friday.